Uh, the uh, case continues in the Supreme Court today and Matt Cunningham from Sky News is there to cover it all. Good morning to you, Matt. Morning, Katie. How's it going uh, in, uh, in the court this week? Uh, look, it's been, it's been an interesting couple of days, in particular the evidence of Constable James Kirstenfeld. Now, he was part of that immediate response team uh, that was sent from Alice Springs to Yundamu on the 9th of November 2019, the day that Jai Walker uh, was shot dead by Constable Zachary Rolfe. He's given evidence, uh, he gave evidence for two days here uh, in the Northern Territory Supreme Court. Um, he was asked a series of questions by the prosecution about what uh, he could recall about an arrest plan that uh, the court had been told had been given to members of that uh, immediate response team uh, at the Yundamu police station on that night before those officers went out into the community. He said he couldn't recall being given that plan, either a physical copy of it or uh, an, an emailed copy of it. Um, he was asked that question several, several times by Philip Strickland from the prosecution. He said he didn't recall. When the court resumed yesterday, mm. Philip Strickland actually played a video of a police interview that Constable James Kirstenfeld had given uh, 12 days after the shooting where he told uh, a detective that he had been, that he'd seen uh, a copy of that plan, that he'd been given a copy of that plan uh, in the Yundamu police station. Um, Phyllis Strickland actually asked uh, Constable James Kirstenfeld if he was um, deliberately saying, I don't recall because he wanted to be helpful to Constable Zachary Rolfe. He replied, no, he just said that he didn't think it was the same email. He'd been sent... Uh, perhaps a different email, and he said, uh, in fact, that uh, this email that he was looking at now, this email of the arrest plan, he said it would have been helpful to have that on the night because he said it had new photos of Kumanjai Walker that would have made it easier for them uh, to find him. We also heard yesterday some evidence from some community members at Yundamu. We heard from Kumanjai Walker's grandmother, who lived at House 511, yep. uh, the house where Kumanjai Walker was shot. Uh, we also heard from uh, Nathan Coulthard, who's Kumanjai Walker's stepfather. He uh, was out the front of that house on the night the police arrived there. Um, and we heard from uh, Ethan Robertson. Now, he was uh, a man... He's the father of Kumanjai Walker's girlfriend. Now, he yep. was at another house, House 577, uh, when police uh, arrived there. That's the first house they went to to look for Kumanjai Walker in Yundamu on that night. Um, when they were there, uh, they, the officers asked Ethan Robertson uh, where Kumanjai Walker might be, and he told them uh, that he was probably at this house 511, where they eventually ended up and where he was eventually shot. Um, and the court also heard that uh, as soon as he'd spoken to those police officers and they'd left, he'd actually tried to call... Uh, his daughter, Rakesha Robertson, uh, Kumanjai Walker's partner, mm. uh, to let them know that police were looking for him. Matt, it certainly sounds like uh, like there's been a lot going on over the last week and a half. What can we expect to happen today? Well, we, we should hear from more members of the Yundamu community and also um, over the next couple of days we should hear evidence from uh, other police officers from this immediate response team. There were four officers... Uh, in that team, Constable Rolf, Constable Kirstenfeld, Kirstenfeld uh, Constable Anthony Hawkins, and also uh, Constable Adam Burl. Now, he was uh, Constable Rolf's partner. The two of them went into that house together, House 511, um, when they had that confrontation with Kumanjai Walker. So uh, we should hear from him in the next couple of days, um, Katie. That's going mm. to be interesting evidence uh, here in the Northern Territory Supreme Court. We're in week two of this trial, but it is expected... Uh, that this, uh, these hearings will run for up to four weeks. Wow. Well, Matt Cunningham, we appreciate you keeping us up to date with what's going on in the Supreme Court. Thank you once again for your time this morning. No worries, mate. Thank you.